You're tuned in to the Vintage House Show, home to the original stories of the history of house music as told by the legends, pioneers, and icons. Hosted by Kevin Mega McFall, Lori Branch, and Lauren Lowry. Happy Valentine's Day, Vintage House Show. The love team of First Lady and Hugo H. unpack the secrets of staying in love as a creative couple. We join them mid-conversation. Enjoy. So with this being Valentine's Day and we being the love team, um, I would say, and then you can say what you want to say, that one of the things that, because I think there's two dynamics to the love team. There's Krishna and Hugo, mm -hmm. and then there's First Lady and Hugo H. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they, 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 you know, y'all, y'all don't understand. Them two, First Lady and Hugo H. They middle finger you, middle finger you. Right. <laughs> you know that's who you talking. Who you, you talking? Know, to? That's that's. <laughs> but you know that's that's them two. But um, I think that. One of the things that makes our relationship work is that we're friends yeah. above and beyond everything. Yeah. We're friends. Um, and during when we, we joke about this sometimes, we don't joke about COVID, but we joke about the fact that while everybody else was, other couples were really discovering that they didn't like each other <laughs> because, you know, you go to work, you spend eight to 10 hours away from this person, you come home, you maybe spend two, three hours with them tops, and you go to bed. Now you're spending 24 hours with them. You realize you don't like them. And then it was ending up in divorce yeah. or your side chick or your side guy mm -hmm. kept calling or texting or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. But for us, it was business as usual it was because because yeah. we hang out together all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I've been because people will say, how can you just um, be with each other all the time. Ew. And I don't really know how to explain it. I was uh, teaching at the Illinois Media School and the, and the guy that I was co-teaching with, uh, Danny Zetterman, I was talking to you on the phone in between the class break. And I think we were on the phone talking for about two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. And Danny came in and out of that room about four times. And he's like, are you still talking to your husband? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what do you all have to talk about that long? I mean, I can't talk to my wife more than 20 minutes. Dude, that's a problem for you and your wife. But we talk about everything yeah. from food to stuff on TV to who left the toilet seat up. I told you I like the toilet paper with the, with the paper that goes this way. I don't want to pull it from under there. What's for dinner? Um, just we talk about I mean, we, everything. We, yeah, we just we just. We talk, and the the strangest thing, and we always is like this is the, the 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 craziest one, is we will be in the house, <laughs> and she'll be upstairs, and I'll be downstairs, and we'll be on the phone. Be on the phone, <laughs> just talking to you each know, other for hours. <laughs> and our daughters will be like, "Who are you talking to? Why don't you just go like, downstairs? Go downstairs. Well, I don't feel like it. I'm. I, we good. I mean, but that's but that's just you who know. We are. I think, and when people ask. The answer to the question now for me has become, you know, how could y'all be together like that? 
because I can't I can't see us being apart. Right. I can I can't understand the dynamics of what would happen if it wasn't like this because it's been like this for so long. Right. So that kind of like becomes the answer to the question. I mean, it would not know whatever you want to call it, you know, couple or it, it's not a this thing that nobody else can do or anything like that. You know, my my saying has always been it ain't perfect, but it's, but it's worth it. That's it. That's that's the bottom line. I think sometimes people think, oh, they have a perfect relationship. No. They never argue. Yeah, if these walls could talk, we we do. We are probably gonna get into it probably when, it, when it's over with. Yeah, because man, yeah. it's gonna be on. But I think over the years, what we learned is that I had to learn because, and I don't know how other women are, but they say that it's something that women do when you are arguing. We jump around in the boxes, mm -hmm. so there's twenty boxes. On you know on the table, and we'll be arguing or debating or whatever about this one thing in this one box, and Hugo will stand ten toes down in this box and focus on this debate right here. Me, I'm jumping from box to box. Uh uh. But what about uh 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 uh? And I don't know if it's just some I do or if it's some women do. But over the years, I've learned that the uh, the conversation goes better when I don't jump from box to box, because if I jump from box to box, we never resolve the issue mm -hmm. that's in this box. Right. I've just created more issues because yep. he may not have had an issue with something that was in box number two. And I didn't either, but I just wanted to bring it up because I didn't like what we were talking about in box number one. So, you know, I had to learn um, that part. and. Um, I think he had to learn how to communicate what he wanted to communicate to me. He had to learn my language. I had to learn his language. Mm -hmm. And once we did that, I know what the looks mean. Um, I know what the body language is. And he knows I can say, he can say what's wrong. And I can say nothing. And he say, you're lying, but okay. So there's just little things like that. When we travel together, um, when we play together. Oh. No. So no. See, <laughs> so I let me tell see, you this story. So when it comes to how well you you know somebody or whatever, notice how fast that notice right there how fast that so happened. We, so and she's off. So we this was we weren't playing together as the love team. This was the first time we ever played together on the same ticket. This 2015 at three yards banging. And the system went out, the generator went out mm -hmm. or something. And so 10 minutes of my time, the Wayne Woods, something happened. I think he, the, the generator ran out of gas something, or something, something like, something like that. Yeah. So I was, I figure I'm playing before him. I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I lost 10 minutes. He gonna let me play 10 minutes into his time. So my time was up. I'm thinking I'm still gonna play. He comes over. Now, this is where I was in Krishna mode. Okay, uh, I was exactly. at the table as yeah. Krishna. Yeah. He approached the table as Hugo H. I should have been in the moment as First Lady, but I was there as Krishna. Mm -hmm. Mistake number one. So I'm standing there and I'm just, and he came over, pull my headphone jack out and say, your time is up. What? But, but I'm your wife. Not right now, you're not. Right now, you're the DJ that's trying to play into my time. Your time is up. 
I was, and that was, I was, I, and like everybody saw it. Now, had this been something nobody saw, I'd probably be cool. But everybody saw it. So it's not like the DJ came over and pulled the plug out of the other DJ's head. That's not what people saw. What they saw was, you go pull first lady's headphones out. Ooh, you know, it's going to be a crazy ride home. I got over it, though. When he explained to me why he did it, I still didn't like it. But I realized that you were right. When it's when you're being paid and to play. It, that, that had to be explained to me by Farley when we, when we were overseas, when we were in London. And, you know, you got, you got the two type of DJs. You got the DJs that's blatantly going to play into your time yeah. until you stop them. And then you got, hey man, let me get one more. Hey man, let me get one more. Hey man, let me get one more. Which was what was happening when when I was playing over there. And Farley did it. He didn't do it to me. He did it for me. And he explained. He went over and pulled the other DJ's he, head. And, he, and he explained, if that guy is paying you and you're supposed to be on at this time, Right now, he can he can start docking your money because you weren't on plane at the time you supposed you supposed to be on. And I don't even remember what year that was, but I never forget that. I never forget that lesson on being on time to play. I never forget that. I never, never ever forget. Yeah, I know you never forgot. I never forgot it, and I did do it to somebody. Uh, you actually did. I did. You actually did. We, we, we were, were in, um, we were in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, at, you uh, did. At Prick, and I wasn't getting ready to play. It was another DJ that was supposed to play. That was blatantly playing she, into these, the other girls' these, time. These other two DJs, they were playing together, and they kept. I said, "Okay, you know, your time is up. You know, this is you got five minutes so that we can transition out." Because I was running the night that night, and um, they kept playing. And I looked over at the other DJ, and she was just standing there. And I said, "Hold on." And I went over. Boop. I said, "Your time is up." And ushered the other DJ in, and they looked at me, two white girls. They, they looked at me like, clutch the pearls, whatever it is you need to do, but you need to go that way. And, um, and it wasn't that it was a good feeling, and I didn't even want to have to do it, but I understood, you, for the one thing, you're not going to disrespect mm -hmm. the, the DJ craft. You're not going to disrespect this event that's going on and you will not disrespect this other yeah. DJ sister. I'm not having it. You and they have not played on another women of house event since then. Uh, Cause no, you only gotta you only gotta be disrespectful one time for me and you will not play another event for me. There's no sorry because you knew better. You know, so that uh that was something that Farley taught you. Mm -hmm. You taught me and I'm sure they know now not to do that. Yeah. So um, I would say uh, I don't know what kind of questions what what people would want to know um, about us if they want to know this. Oh, I don't I don't know. Some, I mean, back on, on wait, wait 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 wait. This is something probably Mike Dunn would have to talk about because he he would think it because I'm sure Mike still laughs when he thinks about it. Um, people would say, "How come you all don't make music together?" So the first time, the very first time that I was going to sing something for Hugo. Uh, we were at Mike's studio. Mm -hmm. And so 
Hugo and Michael on the outside. I'm in the booth. And so Hugo, I was singing something and then Hugo said, you know, you're flat. So, you know, and I was, and he said it just like that. Baby, you're flat. And I was like, oh, because what I heard was, sing the song, Anime. Sing the song like you're singing for the white boys. But that's not, all he said was, baby, you're flat. But I heard and that, and that, and that, that happens. <laughs> Oh, so when it people want to ask, it's still so when people want to know why why she won't that. sing, why she won't sing anything, whatever. Like, I could be I could be sitting in front of the, the, the machine or whatever, and I'd be like, okay, baby, let's do that one again. That's not what she heard. Yeah, that's not what she. Uh, when I said Mike, Mike said it, and everything Mike said, she would do and do it over and everything else and everything. No problem. No problem. The minute I said something, you know, okay, but let's let's do that one again. Why are you picking on me? And that's, you... so if anybody want to know why, you know, now she has oh, done she she has done some recordings from me. Um Who messing with messing with my messing head. when she did mess with my head. Uh, da -da. Da -da. Truth is a hard Truth thing. Truth is a hard thing. So now these are all these songs that people's like, I ain't never heard them. I, I didn't because he said they're not ready. I didn't put them out yet. Um I think I'm gonna put out Truth is a Hard Thing though. Yes, okay, that's cool. Um I think I'm, I think I'm gonna put that one out. Um, it's such a crazy song. Oh, I know. Um, one of the things that um, I'm not gonna say her name because she asked me not to say her name, but she said she always wanted to know how we stay together in the basically how we stay together in the culture of DJs that are popular that. Um, cheat on their wives or cheat on their husbands or whatever. Um, and I didn't really have an answer for her outside of um, because he's scared of me. And um, and because I mean, I kill him? No, for, that's honestly, not why. Honestly, oh, yeah, for me, just, you know, and, and we, gotta we, learn a person we, we, had, we, think we had this discussion, of, you know, before and it's just kind of like it, it it's a look, and that look can be fantastic, and, and all the rest of that. Mm -hmm. The running joke, um, which we've been running this joke over thirty years now, seemed like um, if 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 there was any female looking at me and whatever, whatever, she take them, go ahead take them, and she would say, before you get to that stop, like you're gonna be dropping his ass back off. Right. Because you, because you, you want you want DJ Hugo H. But you're gonna get Hugo. When Hugo kicks back in after all of this, you yeah. you you're not gonna know how to deal with right. him. And it's the same thing with her. Oh, you want first lady. Oh, okay. You you go ahead. Go ahead. Cause when, when Chris kicks in, hey, you got what's your what's what's his number? Yeah. Uh, okay, no, I'm finna run in this restaurant. Dude, come get it. Hey, I'm Hey, dude! I'm gonna leave it right I'm here. I'm gonna leave it right, right here. here. If you and that's and that's really what it boils down to. And you know, on the the, the rawest part of it, which you know, is, we keep it sensitive. So I try to say it as sensitive as possible. As a man and a woman, um, damn near sixty. Okay, how much? How much? You know. How much how, how much, much how much more of that do you what 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 do you what how much do you want? How much other other booty out there? Yeah, you know, how much other you? how much what? I mean, if you if you at the age I am now and you still chasing that, dude, what 
I don't, I don't even know what to say. I honestly don't even know what to say. Um, and I think because we... My thing, like my model now, and she knows what it is, live your life. Mm -hmm. Live your life. Laugh. Make somebody... Make laugh. Make somebody laugh. Yeah. Happy. Live your life. Tomorrow ain't promised. Nope. Live your life. Find somebody that's, that digs you, and that's all they got to do. A lot of people looking for that perfect person. There is no yeah, you ain't perfect. So what the hell are you looking for a perfect person for? Find somebody that digs you and, and that's into what you into. Like I said, the, the secret to a relationship is finding somebody that can deal with your shortcomings. That's it. That loves you flaws and all. That's it. Yeah. That's that's simple. That's it's really just that simple. Yeah. You you don't find nobody to change them. It's never gonna work. It's never gonna happen. So you 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 be with that person because that person can deal with okay. And it, it boils down to man, it really pisses me off when they do that. But is that a deal breaker? Right. Can I deal with that? <laughs> is that like I can't really I guess I can't stand when you do that. But is it a deal breaker? Yeah, is, no, I, I, I could deal with that. That ain't that serious. And that's how arguments become with us. And that's my other thing. And she know what I'm finna say on this one. Argue. People ask, how do y'all stay together? We argue. God damn it, argue. All that, don't argue. Don't, don't go, go to bed, bed mad. I go to bed mad at her and I wake up mad at her. I don't know where people get that from. I really don't. Because anytime you do something <laughs> like that, you blocking, you, you compressing something. Anything compressed at some point, it's gonna explode. Right, and that's gonna make it worse. It's gonna make it worse. So how do we stay together? Argue. Because you're going to argue, it's going to diffuse quick. What you want to eat? Are you going to the store? Okay, I'm going to make go. dinner for my husband. You can starve. These are all the things that work. So you have, okay, you have extremely famous people giving out relationship advice with failed relationships, failed, relationships, failed everything. It's like, how are you telling somebody how to stay married on your fourth wife? <laughs> How the hell? How do you do that? The math ain't math. You can math. tell me what. How the hell? Do. How did you do? How did you tell me what not to do? You can tell me what not to do. Like a mug. You can't tell me what to do because apparently you you ain't got it right yet. You got it right so far. Right. So it's just it's just a lot of little stuff. Ooh. You really have to stop. And I think everybody does it. And to keep it a buck, I've done it. She's done it. You play games, blah blah blah, and then you reach that point where you say. To I'm each done. other, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm we we good. I'm done. I'm done. This is it. And that's how you get to this point that we are now. I think I would give a lot of credit to uh, Tony Hurley, Steve Hurley's wife. Yeah. Years and years and years ago, we were at an event and I asked her, um, I said, how do you all stay married and so happy and you know because i you know i'm looking for same answers that people are not asking us mm -hmm. about and she said basically they argue mm -hmm. she said but when we leave the argument in the car so you'll never know when we're not talking to each other you'll never know when he's mad at me or i'm mad at him because it ain't your business period the end um so she said they when they get out of the car, they leave the argument in the car, they come in, 
They smile. They do whatever they need to do. And, you know, as the Mr. and Mrs. Hurley or whatever, they take care of business. They get back in the car. And that, that argument is way right there. They have the option to pick it up or leave it where it is. And I said, oh, that is a great piece of advice. Because what you find is messy people. Messy people, if they can sense that there's a little wedge between you yep. because they don't have happiness in their life, they will get all up in, well, what's going on? Well, how come that? Ooh, did you see? And with social media, that makes it even worse. Oh, so God. it's just kind of like. I re I've really been on a, on a I hate social media kick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really have. I've, I've really been on a I hate social because the stupidity and people's opinions that you didn't know at first. So if, if something happened and they thought something, that's exactly what it was. It was their thought. And now anybody thinks something, that's the first place they run. Let me post this. Let me say this. Let me post this. Let me say this. And it's, it's just, it's just be the buffoonery and just everything about social media now. It's just, it's like, man, do, do y'all remember a time when this wasn't? Do you remember when you had to be face to face? When you had to be face to face. And that's why I can appreciate what um, Samuel Jackson said about the comedians and what's going on with them. Keep it, keep it off of social, keep it off keep of, keep, keep it out of Shay Shay, keep it off of social media. You got a problem, call that person. Hey, fly here. I'm going to fly here. Let's, let's talk. But so, you have to be an adult. Settled it, settled it like that. Side note, I'm just gonna say this real quick. Uh, Shannon supposed to be coming to All Star Game. Uh, everybody's saying Mike Epps don't want that smoke. Blah blah blah. Mm, Shannon, you coming to Mike Epps' home? Yeah, you don't want to play with Mike Epps. You don't want to play with Mike Epps. You don't play with Mike Epps and Andy. You don't want to play with Mike that's Epps. That's not what you want to do. It ain't, that's not what you want to do. That's, mm -mm. that's not what you, you You don't ever want to play with anybody. In their city. In their city. You talk about. Boy, you know, you and I'm just, you know, digressing real quick from that. Mike, Mike Epps said the same thing everybody has said. What grown ass man called himself Shay Shay? <laughs> <laughs> he said the same thing. You got female comedians. Got you got female comedians, guys. <laughs> you got everybody accents just, just making that that same comment. So, <laughs> so, so Shay Shay, but okay. whatever. Um, Shay Shay, you're all good. You know, you, you, know. you, you, you good with us. You know, if you want us on, you want us on a, if you want us on the show for some positivity, yeah. You know, because give, us a, give us a call. I'm good. Um, so I don't know what else we could um, say because um, we don't care who you love, only that you love. That you love. So we hope that yeah. this Valentine's Day has been a great one for you. Um, if you don't have a significant other or a loved person or whatever, love yourself. That's first and foremost. Uh, I always say you can't begin to really experience love with someone else until you experience love with yourself. And I don't mean no freaky stuff. Okay. I'm talking about just really loving yourself. If you can't stand in the mirror and look at yourself and really and be, be honest with, with you. yourself yeah. about what you love about yourself mm -hmm. and why anybody would want to love you. Those are, those are just some real things to think about is loving yourself. 
because love is selfish. It's not about, oh, I just love Hugo. Yeah. It's about the way I feel when I'm with him. That's yeah. what that's, that's what the love that, is. That's what the that's actually the what people don't understand. That's actually the definition of love. Love is not how you love. Love is how somebody makes you feel. Right. It's that's all what, about that's what love is. How, it's how, how somebody how makes you feel. And so I wanna be around him because he makes me feel the way I want to feel on on multiple levels and the same way as if it's somebody that you can't stand the fact that they're still breathing you don't want to be around them yeah so because of the way they you it. feel yeah. when they yeah. are around yeah. and so love is the same thing it is the opposite of hate um so I, I might not like everything he does. He might not like mm -hmm. everything that I do, but I like him and I and I love him because what do you always say? Uh, being in love is one thing, yeah. but if I don't if, like yeah, you, yeah. Being, being in, yeah, being in love. If you love somebody, you love them. It's that, that's a whole nother episode though because it has to do with the flap of your heart. So that's a whole nother thing. But more than I love her, I like her. And that supersedes love. When you like somebody, that's your, you know, that's your end. That's your, that's your homie. That's your, that's, this, your, that's yeah, your yeah. yeah. That's yeah. And that's what I call her. You know, she'd be like, what's that? Yeah. You know, that's my yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. You know, she's my yeah. Yeah. So when you like somebody like is that flutter, that, that butterfly feeling that, you know, I think he cute. Da, 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 da. You know, she fine. Da, da. That's, that's what that is. When you say you love somebody, you love them and you love them. But when you say you like somebody, that's where that, that little smile comes from. You know, you could tell a woman you love her and she'd be like, oh, tell her you like her and see, don't she don't don't she become flush and, and you know, get a little. Oh, I you. think people throw I think people throw the word love around so much that it has lost its its true meaning. But um, I always say the adult Chris and Hugo. If it was left to the adult Chris and Hugo, uh, we would yeah. not be together. Yeah, this this but, probably would have been knocked down. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. all but that kind of stuff. The little Chris and the little Hugo still chase each other around the house, talking about you got the cooties, you got the mm -hmm. cooties, you got the cooties. The way that's that's who keeps us together is is the little person. In us, that's that doesn't care about bills. That doesn't care mm -hmm. about he said, she said. That doesn't care about any of that stuff. The the adult world pushes on on you or pushes into a relationship. They only care about tag you in or you gonna play with me or um, what you doing. All of that silly stuff that as an adult you feel is silly and stupid. Oh, so silly and stupid. But those are the things. That it's the little girl in me and the little boy in him that when you see us and you see us holding hands, you know, uh, people are like, y'all still hold hands? Um, yeah, don't you? You know, and and all of this is nothing that we're trying to do. It just it it's just, just you know, it's just something that just happens. It, you know, it ain't it ain't it really ain't no big deal. And I think more people, I think there are more couples. Like us, then people. Oh yeah, than yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more couples like that. Then people, um, you know, because it, it becomes like I said of what you can really tolerate from that person. That's, I would say, I would say to all of those folks who years and years and years ago kept saying they ain't gonna make it, they ain't gonna make it, they ain't gonna make it. 
I say to you, thank you. Because it was all of that negative energy that you spewed out there that forced all the positive energy to keep you blocked out on the pew, pew, pew. We just, we just never uh, let that. Right. I mean, and, and we, we, we're never in, we're never in the midst of it. Yeah. So even when we were in Chicago, we weren't in Chicago. We were in the we, we were in the north suburbs. we were in the northwest suburbs. And we were always so, we were always in our own little. And room. you know, so we we were you know we're never in the midst of you know we know what's going on there and everything when someone tells us. Right. So you we know, don't whether know. whether they're telling us the truth or whatever whatever yeah, we really we don't know. We what don't we know hear is exactly that. It's something that we heard. Um, so nobody can ever say, well, she said, no, no, that's something that I heard. I don't, I have no idea what's going on. You know, it's just, just what I heard, but future wise, um, with us, um, anybody listening, you have my word. I am, I'm, I am going to put all this stuff out, put all these tracks and stuff out. Yeah, I know. Um, starting, no, actually probably starting with, um, Truth is a hard thing. Truth is a hard thing. Um, so we're going to be waiting for truth is a hard thing to come yeah, out. Truth is a hard thing. Holding um, my breath now. No, uh, honestly, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get it together and put it, um, and put it out. Is 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 for sure. It's going to be probably two releases this year, but um, truth is a hard thing, definitely, because it's that it's that grit that's missing um for me it's that grit and it's not because i because i did it it's just that kind of that grit and that stomp that's missing from the music now okay. you know it's, it's it's great it's great to to be at that level of making music that you have a string section and you're conducting and you know all of that that's that's great but there has to be a balance so if everybody starts doing that now, just like before, just like with the plug-in thing, you got everybody sounding alike. So to balance that out, somebody has to still be making that half-naked music. That's what I call it. Right. Because it's not, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't produced the best. Hell no, everything ain't in key and all the rest of that, but it's stomping. And, and, and it, it, it takes you there. It gets you, you know, it gets you going there because, because the technology, you know, we in 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 the Midwest we mix and we hold and we hold blends. Now it's beat matching. And when they were selling that, I was, what the hell is beat matching? What what the hell is that? But that ain't that ain't how we learn to do this. We 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 mixed. What the hell is beat matching? And you know, are you mixing in key? Hell no, I ain't mixing in key. But I'm rocking. That's the, the crowd don't give a damn if I'm mixing in key. That's something that some no, that's not what we learned. That's not what we were taught. That's not you mix every song in key, it might be a bunch of crappy songs. Or they just might not go together. That was the thing that that Frankie did. Frankie talked to he talked to you when he, he played. Conveyed. He conveyed with the music. This song had something to do with that song. That song had something to do with the song that he's finna play. And if you linked them all together, it was, a it was a conversation. That's what I learned. And you're not gonna learn that mixing in key 
and da 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 and beat matching. No, you got to pitch this up a little bit, but it, it, it's still gonna sound right. You but you got to pitch it up a little bit. Don't make a difference. Tell your story. You know, tell make take take the crowd on that journey with you know with the thing when you got them. The level is here, and you got them right here. You know, once you play this track, it's over. But this track ain't in the same key. You kind of probably play it at a look just a tad bit faster because I'm also I'm a guess. Okay, this I'm just gonna tan. I'm just gonna tantrum this out real quick. Um, I'm against flying songs. You know, Ron did that, and Ron did it for a reason. If you don't know the reason, I'm not finna tell you. Um, Ron Hardy did that for a reason. And that became the thing of I'm playing like Ron Hardy when you playing records exceptionally too fast. Um, when you do that, you you're taking away the integrity of the song. You can pitch the song up, but taking a, a 112 and playing it at a 118 or a one no, now you're killing the integrity of the song. So in doing that, you 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 take the songs and you you know, okay, let me pitch this up a little bit and you and you play it. And, it, and you're stringing along this this conversation that you're having with the crowd. And, you know, y'all talking back and forth because you give them this and them yells and them stomps and them claps and them. And that's giving it back to you. And this is the dialogue that you're having with this with this party, with this crowd. And that's what you want. And those Fridays that I used to sit in the, fr in the, in the booth with Frankie every week, that's what I saw. And that's what I witnessed. And, I you know, I would watch him pick what song he was going to play. Now, in my head, and sometimes after the party, I would ask him what made him play a certain song. And he would be like, because the mood was there. You know, it was, it was, that was it. It was, it was, the mood was there. You know, just like, and me and Mike, me and Mike probably to this day, will still do this. I'll play a song. And we get this, me and Mike had this thing called the called Woo. And when we played together at the warehouse, that's what we would do in other parties that he and I played. We wanted the woo factor from the crowd. You know, so when the when you play a song, if I play a song and it's like woo for me and Mike, it was that moment. It was that time. It was just perfect to drop that song. Timing and selection. Timing and selection. It was just perfect to drop that song. If Mike is playing a party that next week and somebody asks him to play that song, he's not going to play it. Because for us, and I wouldn't do it either. If Mike had got that moment from playing that song, I'm not going to play that song because that was that moment. That was Mike's moment. That was my moment. So we got to put some space in between when we play that song, if, if, if it's the other person, you know, and a lot of times cats are here, hear DJs playing and then they'll start playing everything that they were playing. And they don't get the same effect. And they don't get the same effect because that was that time for that cat that, was that, that dropped story. that song. And it fitted in his into his story. You're playing it because of what you heard from the song. He played it because it, it fit into his story. Yeah. It's not fitting into your story. So you're not going to get the same, you know, the same effect. 
And I just say that to, you know, even if it's, you know, younger DJs and stuff that's listening and, you know, all the rest of that stuff, play your set. That's it. Play, play your set. Um, try to play something different every time you play. I don't care if it's new, old, play something different every time you play. Something you made, something somebody else made, something you, you know, you ran through this album and man, this is, I think I could do this. I'm a, I'm a rock this. Play it. Play it. Take the chance and play it. Speaking of playing. Wait a minute. The other thing that Frankie told me, um, don't get scared of a, let's say you put on a song and the floor clears a little bit. Frankie told me, he said, don't, he said, why would you get scared of that? He said, you don't know how long the people been dancing. They could be tired. He said, there are people, and I, this I never forgot. He said, there are people that are going to enjoy that party more than the people dancing and they will never touch the dance floor. This is and, and I had to think about that for a minute. And this is what Frankie told me. And I had to think about that. He said, because some people, they didn't, they didn't come to dance. They came to enjoy the music. And they'll sit on the subwoofer or they'll be over there in the corner. And yeah, as a DJ, you want the jumping up and down and the stomping and the clapping and the yelling and all that. And that person could be over there and they just doing this all night long. And, and, and they have had the best time just like those that were jumping up and down. So I say that to say, because I've seen, I've seen it too many times when DJs will play a song and the, the crowd might disperse a little bit on the dance floor and they'll hurry up and get out that song. No, let the song play because it's some people in there that's enjoying that song. So let it play to wherever you were going to mix it out at. Let it play and then go into your next song. Good advice. So let's see. I think we've covered a lot of stuff. There's so much other stuff that we can really talk is, about. Yeah. Um, but in terms of working together, we started the new venture with uh, Jam 98. Mm-hmm radio station um and i would like to say that if you haven't downloaded the obvious shameless plug uh not shameless because well, not shameless down download the app jam 98 um or amazon fire tv uh, beast fire tv network on roku um apple tv android apple, TV, alexa, alexa google, google anything you can listen to it on live 365, live 365. my tune in radio all of that yeah. Um, but download the app is oh jam98.com. That's another way to listen to. And um, Hugo yeah. came up with the with the concept of well, we we came up with music for your soul. That's what jam. That's what jam ninety eight is. But he came up with the concept of um, uh, they play they play the hits. We play we play your jams. jams because uh, anybody can play a hit. You know that's corporate. That's corporate. Can play the radio stations—they—they they pick the hits. They pick the hits. They decide what a hit is, yeah. but you decide what's a jam. Yeah. And so that's what Jam ninety eight plays. Is we is play we play jams. the jams. Uh, and we play the jams from every every genre of music has jams. Yeah. Classical music has jams. Rock has jams. Disco has jams. Soul has jams. House has jams. Yeah. And that's what Jam 98 is about. We play the jams. We play them album cuts that the radio station didn't play. But if you got that album, you, you played that cut. I think because Hugo uh, is the 
music director. And um, he, so, so our agreement is, yes, it is. the agreement is when he sends me the music, the program, just he says, just put it in and program it. Don't ask me what this is. I'm telling you, just put it in. So in the beginning, it was a little difficult because I, coming from radio, I had to come out of that structured mm -hmm. terrestrial radio, the way things are supposed to be programmed. And I, I never really programmed exactly like it was supposed to be because I always knew something was missing. So I always had my own way of doing things. Um, and so, but the music was always streamlined from corporate. So, mm -hmm. you know, you had to do this and this and it had to play this way. Hugo said, baby, the whole reason we got the station is so that we don't have to follow. We can create new rules. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So as we started putting the music in, and I would see, I'm looking at the names, and I go, Neil Sedaka. So when y'all, when, when Neil Sedaka. So when y'all back with the argument part again? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! When I tell you <laughs> <laughs> the arguments about the station, but it's um, it's. It's because of but she's passion. better now. Yeah. But she she she's yeah. a lot better I mean, now than she bit. was before. But it's the it's um because of the passion of what of what we do. It's not the husband and wife arguing. It's not first lady and and Hugo H arguing. It's just passion coming out. And then um and so you know the Neil Sedak. And then when the song came out, I was like, oh, I know, laughing in the rain. Yeah, no, oh, that was a jam. Oh, then you know Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I know Rihanna. Yeah, okay. Oh my goodness. And Steely Dan, yes. And you know, so um it wasn't just you're gonna hear Shaka Khan and you're gonna hear Aretha Franklin and you're gonna hear Smokey and you're gonna hear, you know, Beyonce, you're gonna hear Miley Cyrus, you're gonna hear um uh what's the new guy's name that we like? Um October October, October London. London. You're gonna hear some Snoop. Who should have been nominated for he a Grammy. Been. I'm just gonna put that out yeah, there. He should have been. Yeah. Um you you'll still hear Mariah, but you also hear Teresa Griffin. But you'll also all, you'll hear all of and them. all of these artists that she's naming, you're gonna hear the cuts that you played. Right. Not that the radio station right. played, because they didn't play the they you didn't play steps. We we went through the albums back then and right. we found that cut. Oh, this is my jam. This is right. my jam. And that's what it is. We play the jam. Because nobody says that's my hit. They, they say that's, that's my, my jam. jam. And that's that's what we play. That's and that's that's the whole concept and the whole programming behind what it is. It's we play your jams. So from 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 every from almost every ever I could think of. You know we playing the jams when she gets a request for Conjunction Junction. Conjunction Junction. What's your function? Yes. And we play oh, that. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, we play that. Yes. So, yeah, it, we play. Was it a jam, though? Was it Do a jam? You know it. You know it's a jam. Because so, you know it. You can yeah, sing it. it. We, we, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just music. Good music is good music. Yeah. You know, and it's, we, we, that's what it is for me. It's just good music is good music. And so you will love the station. It's one that you can put on and just listen to with your grandmama and them, with your niece and them, with yourself. Will Downing is on Sunday through Thursdays at 9. Angela Stribling is on Sundays at 10. Bonnie DeShong is on on Saturdays at 8 a.m. I'm on Monday through Friday. At 9 a.m., um, another guy, B.J. Murphy, does the afternoon show. Rick Harding will be joining us soon. Um, 
And uh, we have another show called The B-Zone with Tracy S. Campbell. It's just a lot of great, great content and um, a lot of great music. A lot of good stuff happening in the spring. Of course, Hugo does the Lunchtime Jam Mix, comes on at noon. You don't want to miss that. You're talking about, I, you know what? I'm not just... Uh, Make sure you listen. Because honestly, it ain't no telling what I'm yeah, gonna play. Because yeah, when no. I when I do the mixes, I have no idea what I'm gonna play. So I just you you know. And so Hugo, it took him a while to pick um, who he wanted to uh, join him on the team because they had to know how to do mixes the right way. They had to know how to get in and out of a song. Um, they had to know how the time constraints because that's still important as well. So um, um, and then whoever it was, you know. Um, we're partners, so I need to agree on the person too. So, um, not that I really have a say, but I still needed to agree just for the aesthetics of things. So, um, Steve Maestro was definitely negative. Um, there was no, no, that was, that was, that was that. like that one was of the, the like, first choices. Like, Steve bam, we doing a mix, negative, negative. That's it. So, um, and then um, the second pick, I was like, you pick who, who you want. And uh, DJ Blends, DJ Blends is yeah. the other person. And what I like about him is that he can go. Well, what I like about all three of them is they go everywhere. That you, DJ Blends did a, a, a blues mix. I was like, who crazy I, blues? Are you crazy? Kidding me? But it was crazy. it was just it was crazy. And so, um, and then of course, the king of house music, Farley Jack Master Funk. Funk. He's definitely a part he, of He pops team. in and out he when he wants to. You know, he hangs out, you know, and, and, but, and but blesses us with his, with, his, with, his, uh, with, with his touch. A member of, of the team, most definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's it. And this is my best friend. And I love him very much. You can stay in the house. Thank you. I appreciate you can to, I Can I sleep you in the house? Sleep, yeah, you don't have to sleep in the car. Thank you. Okay. Right. I appreciate it. All right. So uh, thank you so much for spending this, um, what was supposed to be a 40 minute interview, but is uh, two hours Whoa. and five minutes. But wow. like I said, yeah, this man, is what happens wow. when we talk to each other. It's two hours and it's exactly like you said. It's twelve, hours and it's like, man, I, it's still stuff we didn't even talk about, though. I know. So, you know, wow. This is just uh, now. We just had this easy conversation for two hours. I would be driving home from Chicago at, um, when I was teaching at the school. He would be at home. I would call him when I got in the car, and we'd still be on the phone when I pulled into the drive yep. to the drive uh, driveway. Almost three hours later. Yeah. So, but. That's just who we are. We enjoy each other's company, even when we're getting on each other's nerves. We still enjoy each, we still each other. Enjoy each other's yeah. company. So, um, because at some point you think I'd rather you get on my nerve and be here than you not be here. Right. So, and when you when you've been together and couples will will contest to this when you've been with somebody for so long, it's really you don't want to think about not being with them. You know, you know, you know what the inevitable is, but you just don't want to think about it. I always say, whichever one of us goes first, the other one's not like the like the not gonna live, not gonna live uh, too much longer. And that's not being morbid. It's just, it's just a fact. I don't, I, my heart would be too broken. I, I would, I can't even begin 
to imagine, like like the song say, uh, "Ride together, I hope one day we die together." Yeah. So I don't. It's just the way, like lovebirds. Yeah, yeah it's like lovebirds. If I, one goes, the other one's not nice gonna last be, much longer. Yeah. So, um, but. Hopefully, we're going to live to irritate the heck out of each other, at least for another 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. Yeah. 40 years minimum. Yeah, because, I mean, if you go first, I got to come not too far behind you because you can't be up there um, having freedom of me not irritating you. I have to be there to irritate you. So, and vice versa. See what I mean? So, that's how it's got to be. So, anyway. Um, like I was saying, thank you so very much for your time, Hugo H., for allowing me to chomp it up with you. I truly appreciate it. I appreciate it. The very first of my First Lady fireside chats, and I didn't turn it on because the blower would have been too loud and it would have been hot on my neck, and I don't like that. So, um, and thank you to the Vintage House team for allowing me to take over. Anything you yeah. guys got to do. Not for the not just for the time constraints, but because potty mouth over here. Hey, I kept it chill. Yeah, you did because I man, you didn't on, drop man. any you didn't drop any um, Mickey Fickies or you know so oh, man I'm man you kept it clean. I'm gonna have to go outside and scream. Yeah. So thank you very much for uh, hanging out with the love team again. I'm First Lady. He's Hugo H. And um, happy Valentine's Day. And I wish you happiness. And love. Thanks for listening to the Vintage House Show podcast. Please subscribe and share and check us out live. WNUR 89.3 FM, Wednesdays at 10 o'clock.